Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales, a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I'd like to wish a very happy birthday to Juniper. Juniper, I hope your birthday is awesome. Thank you so much for listening to Girl Tales. Grown Ups, Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. If you'd like to hear your child's name at the top of our next episode, or if you would like me to wish them a happy birthday, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Pascal Pimento. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Their name is Pascal Pimento and they live here in freshwater. But you might not know it. That's because Pascal, who turned 10 years old this past January 31st, has the ability to become invisible. That's right. The truth is, Pascal's invisibility is the best and worst thing imaginable. For one, Pascal can get away with a whole lot. But on the other hand, most of the time no one even knows or they forget that Pascal's even in the room. It can be awfully lonely. The biggest problem with Pascal's gift is that they can't control it. Since Pascal was very little, their parents, Mimi and Claudia, who run a vegan diner up the highway called the Tofu Spoon, lose Pascal all the time. In the supermarket, on hikes, at home, at school, even in the middle of their own restaurant. 
As you can imagine, this is very overwhelming and often scary for all of them. They all shout constantly. Thank you so much, Sheila. Wow, what an incredible instrument and a great song, too. Thank you, everyone, for coming out to our weekly Tofu Spoon Open Mic Night. Don't forget, it's half off Claudia's delicious carrot cake tonight only. And now, to end the evening, our darling Pascal is going to perform a little song on the keys in preparation for their big recital this weekend. Pascal! 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 Where are you? I don't be invisible again. I'm right here. Right where? Oof. Out here. Pascal was adopted by Mimi and Claudia when they were just three years old. And so Mimi and Claudia have no idea where Pascal's incredible ability may have come from. Still, they love Pascal with their whole hearts. And the three of them have learned how to manage this little hurdle as best they can. Yet every night before bed, Pascal whispers into their dark room. I wish I could control when I become invisible. I wish I could control when I become invisible. I wish I could control when I become invisible. And one night, after many nights of this very wish, came an answer. Hello? Is someone there? Pascal was afraid of whatever might be waiting inside their closet. Was it an animal of some kind? A monster? Just then, out came a very large figure with very small, glittering wings coming out of the top of their back. They spoke in a light, breathy voice. Hey there, Shortstack. Uh... A domino, the very large fairy. Pascal stayed tucked back into the corner of their bed, shivering in fear. Domino shone a flashlight on Pascal. Uh, I, I, I didn't know fairies could be so big. Well, I didn't know kiddos could be so small. It was true that Domino was a very large fairy and that Pascal was a very small person. In fact, Domino looked like a cross between a mermaid and a giant and reminded Pascal a little of their Uncle Rex, who lives in New Orleans. Why are you here? Didn't you say that you wanted to control when you become invisible? You heard that? I did. But I've been asking every night for so long. Well, manifestation takes a long time. I'm here now, though, aren't I? So you can help me? Sure I can. That is, if you help me. I'm an imaginary friend. Well, kind of. I'm trying to be an imaginary friend, but I freak people out because I'm, well, a very large fairy. Case in point. I figure if I'm invisible, then people won't be so afraid, and I can go back to the head office and resubmit my application. Between you and me, I got a hot tip about you from the guy at the front desk. He's from Freshwater, too. Loves the number six at the Tofu Spoon. Domino sat at the foot of the bed, 
and nearly toppled the whole thing over. Luckily, Pascal's moms were pretty heavy sleepers. Okay, I'll try to help. What do I need to do? You give me your invisibility. I'll take it right off your hands. I can just give it to you? How? I'll show you. All you have to do is say, I, Pascal, give you, Domino, the very large fairy, my invisibility. Then you reach your hands up into the air, hug yourself, close your eyes tight, and act like you're blowing out the candles on a birthday cake. And though a little uncertain, Pascal spoke into the dark room. I, Pascal, give you, Domino, the very large fairy, my invisibility. Then Pascal reached their hands up into the air, hugged themselves tight, closed their eyes, and blew out a whole slew of candles on an imaginary birthday cake. Did it work? But when Pascal opened their eyes, Domino, the very large fairy, was nowhere to be found. They tried calling out. Maybe it worked and Domino was right in the room. But invisible? Domino? Domino! Pascal turned on their lamplight, looked under the bed and back in the closet, and even out the window. But there was no one. And as we've already said... Domino was a very large fairy. So if he had been there, Pascal probably would have bumped into him. But while Domino the very large fairy was nowhere to be found, Pascal knew they hadn't imagined it all. And suddenly Pascal felt something itchy on the top of their back, near their neck. Oh, oh my tofu! Pascal felt a leathery pair of wings on their back. And when they craned their head back to see, they realized that these were the same wings they had seen on Domino, the very large fairy's back minutes before. In their panic, Pascal lifted off the ground ever so slightly. This wasn't what they wished for at all. They had wanted to control their invisibility, not grow a pair of wings. Pascal's recital was tomorrow. What would they do? They couldn't show up like this. Pascal thought about waking up their moms, but secretly hoped maybe they would wake up and the wings would be gone. Maybe it was all a dream. Maybe there was no need to bother them at all. So Pascal threw themselves back into bed and tried to sleep. Unfortunately, their new wings made it very uncomfortable to sleep in most positions. So they tossed and turned and tossed and turned. So uncomfortable. Until at last, they finally fell asleep. The next morning, Mimi came to wake Pascal up to get ready for school. She always hummed in the mornings. Pascal, sweetie, you're really sleeping in this morning, aren't you? Mama C's already at the spoon. Time to wake up. 
But then Mimi noticed a lump in the sheets, and she lifted the comforter off of Pascal. They both screamed. Ah! I wish that I could control my invisibility, and in the middle of the night, Domino, the very large fairy, visited me and said he'd take it away, but now I have wings. I'm not sure I should go anywhere today. Uh, well... Mimi tried hard to remain calm, but she too was a little overwhelmed by this latest development. It was one thing to have a child who would become invisible at any moment, and another thing entirely to have a child with a pair of wings growing out of their back. I understand. This is a little, um, different, but today's the day of your big recital. You've been looking forward to it for months. You can't miss it. I know! I can't let Miss Van Tassel down, or you and Mama C down, and all our friends are going to be there. No one else is going to be playing The Entertainer by Scott Joplin. That's true, and no one plays it quite like you do. Well, I guess... I, I guess... I guess it's kind of like a costume? What a fantastic way to think of it. Your very own costume for your big show. Yeah, yeah, no one else will play the entertainer and no one will have wings either. Pascal was very nervous and excited for their big recital. So many people they loved were in the audience. Their moms, friends from town, and the restaurant and school. And so far, everyone who had seen Pascal loved their costume. Everything was going as planned. But when Pascal sat on stage at the piano and stared down at the black and white keys ready to perform their big song, their nerves got the best of them. Just as Pascal played the first notes, their wings lifted Whoa. them up above the bench so that Pascal could barely touch the keyboard. The entire audience was astounded. Pascal was flying above the piano. Hey, Shortstack, it's me, Domino. What? Where are you? I'm right here. I'm invisible. I can't turn the dang thing off. I think I freak people out even more now. And I wasn't expecting to lose my wings. I miss those little guys, even if they are just for show. Be careful what you wish for. Am I right? Help me, Domino! I, Domino, the very large fairy, give you, Pascal, my invisibility. Then Domino, though invisible so no one could see it, reached his hands up into the air, hugged himself, closed his eyes tight, and acted like he was blowing out the candles on a birthday cake. <sighs> then just like that, Domino became totally visible. Staring out at the crowd, he danced a special jig, and the crowd erupted into wild applause. They thought it was all part of the show, and what a marvelous show it was. It felt so good for Domino, the very large fairy, to be seen and loved for once, just as he was. Maybe he could be an imaginary friend after all. Meanwhile, Pascal landed back on the piano bench, gathered up their courage, and began to play. Though what Pascal didn't realize, though the audience certainly did, was that in those moments, while Pascal played the absolute best piano version of The Entertainer by Scott Joplin the town of Freshwater had ever heard, Pascal was again absolutely invisible. 
Only this time, everyone knew exactly where Pascal was. These days, Pascal is happy to have their invisibility back, even if it still surprises the whole Pimento family all the time. But now, they have a great solution. Instead of yelling across the house or the restaurant or wherever they may be, Pascal puts their blossoming musical talents to use. If there's no instrument around, they sing. But in the best possible scenario, if they happen to be in a room with a piano or a keyboard, which is by far Pascal's most favorite instrument, they start playing. So if you're ever wandering around Freshwater and hear a tune or a musical instrument that seems to be playing all on its own, it's probably Pascal Pimento playing you a song. So don't forget to say hello. That was Pascal Pimento by C. Quintana, performed by Rebecca Cunningham. Produced by Tessa Flannery. Executive produced by Rebecca Cunningham. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love this story, share it with a friend. Grownups, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, and remember, I believe in you. Yeah, and I pray.